Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. I'm not ready, you know, and it wouldn't be fair, it's selfish of me to keep a baby that I can't take care of. This is my first child. All I could think about was needing to save my son. And maybe this will be an opportunity for you to change your life, get off the street and turn your life around and help somebody else in the process. I'm Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the co-founder of Building Arizona Families, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the developer of the You Before Me campaign. I have been in the adoption field for 15 years. I have um, both personal and professional experience in adoption. I was adopted myself, um, and I also have been a social worker my entire career. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. Donna K. Evans is my biological mother. We lost her at 59. She went into the hospital with what we thought was a really bad cold, and it turned out to be a lung infection and pneumonia, and she never made it out. My husband and I flew over when she was already in a coma, and I remember walking into the hospital. It was at Mount Carmel West, mm-hmm. and... You know, we did all the things that I thought a daughter should do. I was the only girl in of my mother's. She has two boys and then me. Mm-hmm. And so my husband and I are painting her toenails and I'm brushing her hair and, you know, everything that you think that you should do. And Real quick, I, 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 just a quick aside. I know Adam and he's very, he takes a lot of pride in his machismo. Yeah, he was painting toenails. And he was painting her. Okay, I just yeah. have that picture in my head no, to he uh, he lord over him at some point. Yes, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> he was he was absolutely Good painting. For him. He took it from me, and he absolutely said, "I'm doing some too." It was amazing. We decorated her room with balloons, and I went out and I purchased a ton of pictures of photos that I covered one of the cabinets in because mm-hmm. I wanted everybody to know how much she mattered. And I thought this would personalize her because as the shifts were changing, I knew that she was on Medicaid and I didn't want her looked at differently. I didn't want people to think that she didn't matter because she did. I did everything I could to brighten up the room and make it cheery and, you know, be super nice to the nurses and bring them drinks just so they would give just a little extra attention. Right. And um, when we were there, I kept thinking, you know, she's so young. How can this be happening? Like, we didn't plan on this happening. Like, this at 59, you don't think this is going to occur. And actually, it was Adam, my husband, mm-hmm. that grabbed her hand and said that this isn't the end. Your life isn't done. We're not going to let it end here. What was so incredible about that was the fact that she was from West Virginia. She had been looked down on when some of the family had found out that she had placed a baby for adoption. So in her eulogy, I was able to write it and talk about the hundreds and hundreds of women that had she not placed me for adoption, I wouldn't have been able to help. Right. All of the babies and all of the women that I have participated in helping with their adoption was because of her. Mm-hmm. And so it was there that the idea of the Donna Cavins Foundation was born so that we could make everybody else's life just a little bit better 
and they wouldn't have to go through life like she did because she didn't have the aftercare services. So as a birth mother, she wasn't given that step up. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Donna Cavins Foundation does. It gives people a step up. That is amazing. And to make her name something that I'm sure she never in life thought that her name would mean to people. That is, yeah. it, it actually chokes me up a little bit. I'm, it does me too. <laughs> and what and what I have to say is so incredible, and I'm going to talk more about the Donna Cavins Foundation and how people can help, is mm-hmm. I was at the National Adoption Conference in June. And we had a table um, you know, it's a display table. It's where it's where all the adoption professionals go and there's tables and conferences. And somebody came up and said, oh, yeah, the Donna Cavins Foundation. Do you what do you know about that? <laughs> a little bit, actually. <laughs> and, and I thought, that's my mom's name. Uh-huh. Like it was just so like almost an out of body experience. It was like just surreal. Right, just, and, uh-huh. you know, I keep thinking up in heaven. My mom's going. I got me a foundation, you know, because she would, <laughs> she would, she would say, I don't ever, she, her quote was, don't ever brag, say I'm blessed. So I would just say I'm blessed. I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a foundation because uh-huh. she said, you don't ever brag. You just say I'm blessed. But the foundation was in honor of her. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to help women rebuild their lives because adoption is such a selfless sacrifice that they deserve something rather than just to be cast back to where they started. Right. And a lot of women are really vested in changing their lives because they are going to have a continued relationship with their baby. And they mm-hmm. want to. They want their baby to see them succeed. Oh. And they want their baby to see like, hey, my birth mom did graduate high school. My mm-hmm. birth mom did, you know, become, you know, a nurse or she was able to go to beauty school. It's kind of like a goal that they have is mm-hmm. like, okay, well now... Now that I've I've made this amazing choice and my child's going to have an amazing life, now I can focus on myself and I can rebuild so they can be proud of me too. And that's the goal of the foundation. And so we have helped women with everything from group counseling to housing, emergency housing vouchers through hotels, mm-hmm. through emergency food bags. Um, we do classes and workshops. We have people who have been at the very bottom and gone to the very top and their success stories. And we've had uh, Wells Fargo come in and do financial classes for them. Uh, We have people that volunteer and come in and will do uh, resume classes. We have computer stations at the facility uh, where you can practice GED study guides. Mm -hmm. You can um, apply for jobs, work on your resume. You can log in to Child Connect and do the communication between the adoptive family and yourself after the baby's born and get pictures. We have lots of areas that can help just globally support the mom. What's neat is watching the women that come into the program really use the program and get better. Yeah, get the benefits out Mm -hmm. of it. And some women actually, after they have the baby, they're not ready. And Mm -hmm. that's okay too. Right. They go off and they kind of forget about the adoption for a while and take a break. And the program is always there. And so, so they can come back anytime if it's been five years, 10 years or anytime. two weeks. And there's right. no limit. So wow. if, you know, it's not that you have to work the program and you're done. Mm-hmm. It's that we're going to help you as long as you want the help because you made the sacrifice. And as long as you're taking advantage of it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to work the steps and do the program and, right. and we're here to help you. And it's been amazing to know for the adoptive families mm-hmm. to know that their birth mother is being cared for because 
I can't tell you how many years prior to this program that adopted parents would say, well, what's going to happen to my child's birth mom? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to think of her out on the street walking right. at night. They actually care. Absolutely. Not just about, obviously, the child, which they do, but the mm-hmm. where the child came from. and Absolutely, because yeah. they they know that they're going to get that question one day of, Where's what is, the birth where's mom? my mom? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. What happened? Like, what, what is she like? What does she do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I knew three things when I was growing up until I found my mom. Mm-hmm. I knew that my mom was 16. I knew that she came from a large family and her favorite class in school was PE. And that's, the, that's, that's it. it. All I knew. That was your connection to your mother until, I was until 34. you were 34. Wow. Yep. That was it. And what was really funny is I don't think my mother liked PE. <laughs> I don't after meeting her I'm not sure I think somebody mi- mixed My, the box oh. I don't know <laughs> they accidentally switched yeah the first two were okay. good but I'm not so sure <laughs> she wasn't the athletic type okay. I, a, I, a funny story on that and this is a tangent but this is funny okay is she had a lot of back problems the knock them out drag them out procedure didn't do her any favors and as she got older in life the lower back problems became worse and at one point, you know, she's very stubborn. Mm-hmm. She's from West Virginia. So she's got the full accent. <laughs> they sent her to physical therapy because they thought, you know, if we can kind of loosen her back up a little bit, maybe it won't cause her so much pain. Mm-hmm. So she walks into the physical therapy room. They want to put her on like the treadmill and the bike. <laughs> and she sees the hot tub out of the corner <laughs> of her eye. And so she, they said, you know, we're going to do this. And she says, I want to do that. And she's pointing at the hot tub. And they said, well, you got to do, do this first. Yeah. And she said, nope. And she walked right over to the hot tub and got in the hot tub. And she wasn't, she didn't do she any didn't. of the other. She thought j- just sitting in the hot tub next to the little, you was know, physical therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that was what she was going to do. She said, no, she said, you can do that. I'm not doing that. So I'm not so sure that PE was high on her list of favorite classes, right? I don't think so. Yeah, they probably did some square dancing back then. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Who knows? But I think that, you know, the the program, the foundation, the whole aspect of it mm-hmm. is really to help women. You know, I, I right. believe in the analogy of don't just give somebody fish. Give them the fishing pole. Teach yeah, them how to fish. Exactly. And that's why I always say we give you a hand up, not a hand out. I used angels in the logo because they were my mom's favorite thing. Okay. They were angels. And so that's where the phrase that we use comes from is um, help her find her wings so she can fly because my mom didn't get to fly. And so she is now, she is now, and now she is an angel and she's up there um, being blessed for having a foundation. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So, People can absolutely help with the foundation. They can volunteer. There's a lot of volunteer opportunities. They can um, also donate. Obviously, we're always accepting monetary donations. You can go right to our website. Website. There's a PayPal link. This is 100% nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We don't charge the women anything. It's all donations. Building Arizona Families funds the majority of it. We are in the process of trying to look at grants and other funding opportunities, but we really need help from everyone to help fund this program because we're a community yeah and we need to come together and do this as a team there's many ways you can volunteer to help us including community engagement outreach donation help holiday help fundraising peer support and mentoring help from home and professional consultant help call mauta salea at 480-392-0146 or email her at maura at dkefoundation.com 
We also have other ways you can support women after they place their baby for adoption through the DKE program, including monetary donations, non-perishable food, including grocery gift cards, fast food cards, GED study guides, one-day bus passes, and prepaid cell phone minutes, as well as car seats. And as always, you can find out more about the Donna K. Evans Foundation at www.dkefoundation.com. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by Ron Rains. We also want to thank Building Arizona Families, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the You Before Me campaign. A special thanks goes out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. If you're pregnant and considering adoption, we are a licensed, full-service, nonprofit Arizona adoption agency. We believe in adoption aftercare services and have a program on site to provide continued support through the Donna K. Evans Foundation. You can contact us 24 hours a day at 623-695-4112 or our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665. Check out our blogs and website at www.azpregnancyhelp.com. Make sure to tune in next time. We'll be talking about the differences between open and closed adoptions. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains. We'll see you then.